0: Radioinfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather podcast. As always, we are here at Lawfather Studios in Lawfather headquarters, which is now known as LFS. And if uh, you don't know, well, uh, maybe you should know. I'm just joking. Um, The LFS is a special thanks to DJ Egan for coming up with LFS. Make sure you check out all the shows on Radio Influence. Without Radio Influence, I wouldn't be able to bring you this wonderful podcast that has three people that subscribe to the podcast. So to that end, subscribe to the podcast. Check it out. It is on everywhere where you get podcasts. Something new today, we are doing Instagram Live and TikTok Live. So those of you who are listening to the show via podcast, three o'clock, Mondays, right around three o'clock. Sometimes Jason and I talk a little bit too much, and we start the show at three o seven. Um, but for the most part, we're here three o'clock. Law Father Studios. Check us out on the lives. Okay, so let's talk. I got a, I got a few different things today. Okay, let's start with Cain Velasquez and uh, Cain Velasquez. I uh, did on uh, Jason's show. So you guys hear me mention Jason. Jason's actually the producer of this show. Great guy. He sits right behind all the cameras here and plays on his phone the whole time, just waiting for me to stop talking. Okay. But I did actually have the opportunity to go on his show, which is called the MMA Report. Great show. Check it out. If you, especially if you like MMA, check that show out. It's a, it's a good show. They do a lot of good stuff on there. Um, I was on talking about Cain Velasquez, and um, Jason and I have never gotten more hateful comments I shouldn't say they were hateful, but more, uh, more comments than, uh, you know, that kind of wished death upon me for when I talked about Cain Velasquez and, you know, maybe suggested, and those of you who don't know, okay. Cain Velasquez is big at MMA, uh, UFC. Uh, I think has, he's been a champion, right, Jay? Yeah, Okay. So he's been a, I just shortened your name to Jay, by the way, so I couldn't get the whole Jason out, but Cain Velasquez was a champion in UFC and, supposedly he had a family member, may have been a son that had maybe been molested. And I say maybe because it's all allegations at this point, right? In this country, those of you who listen to the show, um, know that, uh, you know, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty, right? It's not the other way around. It's not that you're guilty until proven innocent. Although one would argue that, well, in the court of public opinion, you are quite frankly guilty until proven innocent, but that's not the way our constitution is written and that's not the way it's supposed to be. So, um... Yeah, we um, we have that setup. So Cain Velasquez goes out and finds the guy who is alleged to have molested his family member, and decides that well, you know he should probably go shoot the guy's house up. I believe that was how it started. Spent some time, but the uh, the guy, the suspect, the original suspect, and two family members jump in a truck and and they go, and Cain Velasquez chases after them, fires off a bunch of rounds. I think it was an eleven mile chase. Okay. Uh, and, and just fires off a ton of rounds. And his big thing was, well, the guy who's the supposed molester was given bail and he shouldn't have been. So therefore I'm going to go shoot him. And, and well, I'm paraphrasing. Okay. So um, I clearly wasn't there, but I don't know if he actually said that. And And the big thing that we talked about was, Hey, you go and you shoot over an 11 mile period you're not just endangering that person who may or may not have molested somebody in your family because, hey, let's be honest, you are innocent until proven guilty, right? But you put a lot of general public at risk. And, and look, just because the other two people there are this guy's family members doesn't mean that they deserve to get shot, right? Let's just put that out on the table. So there's been two bond hearings now. And in both of those bond hearings, Kane Velasquez has been denied bail, Okay, and look, that's just how it is, okay? You go and and you shoot up for 11 miles really indiscriminately, right? Because, I don't know, I've been trained, I, I was in law enforcement, okay? Shooting in a moving car, almost, I don't want to say it's impossible, but holy crap, it is hard, right? We, we don't even train in moving cars, right? Now, I mean, think about this. They don't even want you shooting a moving car when you're standing still, okay? Let alone a car that's moving as you're shooting, right? Really, bad things can happen, all right? So the update is Cain Velasquez denied bail again, all right? I, I fully anticipate seeing, um, if I put this up on YouTube, some people who tell me how wrong I am that, they sh- that Cain Velasquez should be freed and, and the child molester should be behind bars, okay? Keep this in mind. Think about the think about bail in this country. Okay, you are only your only right is to not have unreasonable bail amounts. You are not guaranteed bail. That is not part of the Constitution. The Constitution is just simply that you are uh, you you are you are. Wow, I can't even speak. It is un. You are. It's something, Jason. It is something that. That the Constitution says that that you have a right against unreasonable bail, not bail in general. Okay, so that is the Kane uh, Velasquez denied bail. So it, we're gonna have a couple different um, a couple different topics. Say, Jason, I lo- you know what? I should just never look at the TikTok feed because some of the comments on here, I it, like I anyway. So. Um, and Jason showing me the scar. This guy, this one of the victims in the shooting has a scar from shoulder to elbow. Okay, and it's not the alleged victim. Excuse me, it's not, it's not the alleged suspect in the other crime. Okay, it is one of the family members who was just there. Look, my family member. I don't really care what you did. I'm going to be there for you. I'm not. I'm not leaving your side. You may. You may be dead wrong, right? It, but you know what? I, and I may not defend you, but you know, at, at the end of the day, you're still family. So. Um, I think Jason just saw what I was getting at, right? It's a lot different when Eakin's not in here. It's it's a lot different show, isn't it? Uh, The iPad actually went off too. Um, So anyway... Let's, uh, let's bring it back to the Tampa area for a minute. Those of you who are familiar with this case, this case is uh, a few years old now. And, uh, it, well, the, the case is over, but it, it's worked its way through the Second District Court of Appeals, which is where uh, Hillsborough County uh, has their Court of Appeals for. And there was, if, if you remember, there was a, a woman crossing the street with her baby in a stroller, uh, crossing Bayshore Boulevard, to be exact. And there were two teenagers racing. Uh, one of those teenagers was given a 24 year prison sentence and that prison sentence was recently upheld, meaning that, that, that he will serve 24 years in prison, uh, as a result of his conviction in that, in that street race that killed a mother. And I believe it killed the baby as well. Is that right, Jason? Yes. Yeah. Jason saying yes. So yeah, the, uh, the mother and the baby. So 24 years, uh, the district court of appeals, didn't give, they didn't give anything other than that the decision was upheld. Okay. So they do that sometimes. So you'll, you'll write a 20 page brief, right? And a brief, a brief is anything but brief, but it's basically a 20 page report. Okay. That says why the court should find in your favor. And then sometimes like they did in this particular case, the district court of appeals will give you like a one word response, affirmed or denied. (laughs) And uh, you spend all that work. You go, Awesome. Thanks. Um, thanks for playing. And uh, I got my one word response. So anyway, uh, he'll do 24 years in prison as a result of street racing. So look, those of you out there who like the street race, okay, uh, go down to Sebring. Uh, I believe Seabring's a track. Okay. I believe it's a circle. But tell you what, it's a whole heck of a lot better than doing 100 miles an hour down Bayshore Boulevard. Don't take, I don't know how fast they were going. Okay. So this has nothing to do with that case. Okay, but don't go don't go racing down Bay, Bay Shore. Don't go racing down West Shore. Don't go racing on any public street. It just it's not meant for that. Okay, the cars aren't meant for that. The road's not meant for that. I don't care if you drive a, a BMW M competition. Okay, it's not meant to be driven 100 miles an hour down West Shore Boulevard, which is a 30 mile an hour road. Okay, uh, 35 I guess uh, towards the end of it, but. The, once you get north of uh, West Shore Pizza, it's, it's about 30 miles an hour. So anyway, that's the local story of the day. Oh, boy, Jason. We got a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff going on. Uh, we'll go with um, – so Jason walks in. I'll, I'll tell you all this. Jason walks in my office, and I go, Jason, what are we going to talk about today? And by we, I mean me because, well, Jason just sits here and plays, plays Candy Crush on his phone the whole time. Go, what are we going to talk about? He goes, did you see Jason Momoa's testimony? in the uh, Johnny Depp trial. I'm like, oh God, this is, this ought to be good, right? So, uh, I watch it. Mom- Jason Momoa's testimony in the Johnny Depp trial is by far best thing I've ever seen. It's hilarious, really, really, truly is. Go check it out on YouTube if you get a chance, okay? Um, I would break down the legal aspects of it, but I don't know if Jason knows this. It's actually fake, it's very fake, but it is, it is well worth the watch to watch vague testimony by Jason Momoa and just sit there and, and really hope and wish that it really happened and that it was really true. Okay. I'll leave you with that. Um, you know, I, I will, I will say this, Jason, you know, I, um, I recently had to testify for, uh, for something I've going on and, and the, you know, look, we always tell our clients, write your emails as if it's going to be read in court. Right. So I write all my emails as if they're going to be read in court. Right. And, and, this defense attorney's reading my emails. And I'm like, I, all I could think of was Johnny Depp and I really wanted to answer like Johnny Depp. I really wanted to go, you read that very good, sir. You know, I, I'm like, yeah, that's that's what that says. Good job, yep, you can read the words on that piece of paper, good job. Anyway, um, let's jump to this. We are all over the place today. So in New York, right? So we have the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Do you know where they play football? Kind of a rhetorical question because those of you who have watched any bit of football most likely know that they play football in New Jersey, right? Right across the river, right? So they are called the New York Jets and the New York Giants. However, now they play in New Jersey. And there is a lawsuit from a fan that wants them to remove the name New York, okay? Now, I think it's really important to mention before we get into any of the details on the lawsuit that this same guy previously filed a lawsuit against the same two teams to try to move them to New York, okay? Um, I think this individual really wants the Jets and the Giants in New York. Um, Turns out, though, They've tried that and the taxpayers balked at it and uh, they were going to put them at and I'm trying to remember the name of the place. There was a a specific neighborhood or a specific uh, area that they were going to put them in um, the Hudson Yards. Hudson Yards was up for the Jets to have a stadium there and that was when uh, Bloomberg was mayor of New York. And there were lots of uh, protests and things. And so they ended up not not moving there, right? So they stayed in New Jersey. But what makes a team a team? Is it false advertising? What these people are seeing? And they're trying to make it a class action, okay? So try to get all these people involved to say, yep, we've been harmed by the drive from New York to New Jersey, okay? Um, yeah, I mean, just... By mere fact of having to go into New Jersey um, does harm, but anyway, I grew up in New Jersey, so I suppose I can say that um, I would. I have no ambition to go back there. Let's put it like that. But it was South Jersey, so it was a little bit nicer than North Jersey. I don't. I don't. I don't think anybody really wants to cross the bridge into New Jersey. But be that as it may, okay, it's like a twenty-minute drive if you were to drive from Times Square to the Meadowlands. Yeah, it takes about an hour by public transportation, but I do believe there's the subway runs from um, Manhattan directly to the, uh, it was the Meadowlands, but it's, uh, it's called something else now. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's New Jersey. Um, there's nothing good in New Jersey, and the Meadowlands is just nothing but bodies uh, buried there. So anyway, um, but $6 billion lawsuit. They're saying that they were damaged to the tune of $6 billion as a result of the team name. All right, so I, I invite you weigh in on our social media. I'd, I'd like to hear more from from what you guys think. Is it false advertising? Is it false advertising for the New York Jets and the New York Giants to share a stadium in New Jersey? I don't. know. I don't think so. Right? I, I don't think it passes any kind of legal muster. I think at the end of the day, this suit will end up getting dismissed. And I, I think it's uh, you know I think it's really um, really an interesting thing that someone would would think, hey. You know, I'm going to file a lawsuit here. Now, keep in mind this, right? For marketing and for TV rights and all of that, the NFL gives teams 75 miles. So, clearly, those of you who may be a little rusty with geography, New York City to New Jersey, all of New Jersey is within 75 miles. I think even Atlantic City is within a 75 mile radius of New York City. It's probably. Atlantic City is probably getting pretty close. If I just had to base it on the time frame uh, of what it takes to get from point A to point B, but it, it's it's right. If it's not, it's really close. And I can assure you that East Rutherford is within a seventy-five mile radius. Miles. Okay, so Atlantic City is 127 miles. Point being, it's it is as far away from New York as you can get and still be in New Jersey. Okay, so uh, New York, those of you who are geographically challenged, is on the northwest side of New Jersey, and Atlantic City is on the southeast side of the state. Um, 13 miles. What's that? 13 miles between New York City and East Rutherford. 13 miles between New York City and East Rutherford, which is where they play. So, very much within the 75 mile radius allotted for the NFL teams based on um, purposes of TV. All right. So that is what we have for today. A lot of different things today. A lot of I hope you find interesting, interesting things today on the podcast. And I want to leave you with this. I have a listener question. How about that? Jason, we have listeners and they sometimes ask questions. And the question is this. Can you use a car seat after it's been in a car accident? Which is a great question. And in any good legal way, I will say, first off, I defer to the manufacturer's instructions with your car seat and then go to number two, which is, no, you should not use that same car seat that has been involved in a car accident. You should go get a new car seat. Car seats are generally good for one crash and one crash only. You generally do need to replace them, okay? So keep that in mind. I know I know it can be a financial burden, but look at, the, look at it like this. Number one, if it's not your fault you can use the property damage coverage from the at-fault person's insurance to not only fix your car, but to replace the car seat. Uh, I see it happen all the time with what we do where that car seat um, gets replaced. Okay. So make sure you have kids, you've been in a car accident, get the car seat replaced. All right. Um, You may be able to, I don't know if there's any places that can help out with that. I I believe there may be, but, um, you know, Check into those things, but by all means, keep the kids safe. If you have kids that should be in a car seat, Do whatever you can to to get a car seat. Um, you know go on uh, on Facebook Marketplace, go in all the different places, all the different avenues that you may have. Um, I don't know if thrift stores and, and those types of places will sell car seats, but you know look into it. Make sure the kids are safe, right? I mean, injuries from car accidents can be amazingly damaging. And this should go without saying, but six years in law enforcement, and there's not much that really surprises me, okay? Um, If you have a car seat, buckle it into the car, okay? It does no good to put a kid in a car seat and just buckle the car seat, buckle the kid in the car seat without buckling that car seat to the car, I've seen it over and over and over. And all you've done is made your kid a giant projectile in a car seat, okay? So get the car seat, get it locked in. Uh, if you have questions on car seats and if you're not sure if it's improperly or you know whatever else, okay? Most of the fire stations will check those, okay? And I believe actually most of the police departments and sheriff's offices will as well, okay? Most of them have programs that they'll assist you with the car seats. I know you, look, you have a kid, they, you leave the hospital, they send you on your way. And, uh, yeah, just get those things checked out. I I mean, they, they just, there's not a lot of places to go to ask questions. So if you have questions, go there. If you have questions of me, as always, 855 law father, you can reach me on all the social media at the law father. Although there is an imposter on Instagram that has at the law father, I might be able to get Instagram one day to, give me the law father that we have the trademark on, but probably a story for another day. Maybe we'll talk trademarks sometime. But anyway, that is the show for today, right here from LFS, law father